Hi guys, how are you doing? This is the first ever episode of Generic Discussion, Chris's Thoughts. This is going to be a little sideshow of the main podcast where I, Chris, your co-host of Generic Discussion, just sit down with a microphone and talk about a topic. Don't worry guys, Generic Discussion isn't going anywhere. I know some of you loyal fans, shout out to Kim and Barkley, would be devastated. Um, but I just thought I'd start a smaller, um, shorter podcast for just keep creating content and also to discuss some of the things we don't necessarily get to talk about on generic discussion um, where I can go into maybe a bit more detail, do a bit more research and give you an opinion, debunk a few things and give you try and give you a better understanding of what's actually going on. So topics, as I just hinted at there, will generally be any, most things to do with society or politics. Um, important issues of the time, such as the Brexit negotiations at the moment, because Theresa May is going back in there, going back to the front line, um, gender politics, gender pay gap. Um, today marks is the 6th of February at the moment. Um, this episode will probably go up today, but just to make a reference, um, it's the 6th of February. It was 100 years since the suffragette movement, since the first women got the vote in the UK. Um, I'll give you my views after a bit more research on it because a few of the women were saying things that necessarily disagree with relating to modern day society. Um, I was listening to the radio on the way in to work today, so that's where I got that from. But anything I see I find interesting on YouTube um, or that gives me an idea, just think, yeah, actually, that sounds quite... You know, quite interesting. Wouldn't mind putting my view on the, on the internet. Um, anything to educate anyone, or just to like try and open the mind, try and just start spark conversation. Really, um, I'm going to talk a bit about history, because obviously that's my field. Um, I'm going to talk about motivation, dedication to things, people starting things, um, just people's you know people's lack of motivation and why I think that is. Um, and I'm also going to talk about sport because um, I'm you know big sports fan. Uh, I enjoy going to the gym, keeping fit. A big Manchester United fan, and you might wonder why is someone from Exeter Manchester United fan? That's because everyone knows all Manchester United fans aren't actually from Manchester. That's a lie, but my dad born in Manchester, so that's why I'm a United fan, um, which is actually what today's podcast is about. Um, it's about Antonio Conte and whether he is finished at Chelsea. Chelsea lost yesterday. It's Tuesday at the moment. It's probably going up today as well. Um, so they lost on Monday on the 5th of February to Watford 4-1 away from home. Now, this should not happen. Chelsea are the reigning champions and they have... They, I mean, Watford are a good team. They're not bad, but they're a mid-table club. Um, and they've they've been beaten, and well, they've beaten the champions four-one. It was a ridiculous match. I mean, I only caught about two-thirds of. It. I think it came in about half an hour in. Um, it was one-nil to Watford. Um, one of the Chelsea players um, was sent off um, for two yellow cards. Uh, who was it? I think it was Bakio or something like that. Probably hashed up saying his name, um, but oh well. But yeah, anyway, he was sent off. Um, to be fair, in my opinion, I thought they were two sendings off. I mean, the second one he stamped on a guy's foot, followed through with the tackle, and I mean, he, 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 it was more for persistent fouling, but the player, he didn't even know or he didn't even think he was sent off. It was ridiculous. Um, he was, you know, doing the whole. Um, 
doing the whole football thing. Oh me, no, I didn't do anything. I didn't do that. But you know, when you when you foul up, when you do consistent foul, consistently foul, and you actually make contact with the player, uh, either kick him or stamp on him, it's you know, probably most likely yellow. But anyway. Yeah, so Watford, it was 1-0. They scored from the penalty, um, from penalty spot. Troy Deeney smashed it in. Um, whether it was a penalty, um, it was yeah, it's probably a penalty. It was a soft one. It was like the Harry Kane one, um, where there was contact, but whether it was enough for a footballer to go down is completely debatable. But then there was contact, so whether they went down is... One could argue it's irrelevant. There was contact, they went down, penalty. Anyway... But yeah, um, and so I was actually going to—I I was actually about to go to bed on about the 60-minute mark though. Hazard, piece of well, utter brilliance really. He gets the ball from the outside of the box, takes a man on, gets it onto his right foot, um, comes into the centre, and then also like centre sort of left and smashes it into the bottom right-hand corner. Not much whip on the ball, but he uh, literally just hit the hit it with the laces, bottom. Uh, Right-hand corner, Courtois couldn't do anything. But then straight away, you know, well, that's when you start thinking, right, Chelsea are going to get a few here. And I, that's when I said uh, to the old man, right, Chelsea are going to win. I'm going to bed. But then uh, Watford just straight away gets another goal. And you're thinking, where is this coming from? And then, um, and so that was around, let's like, say, the 65th minute or say the 70th. And then... Chelsea are pushing forward, keep pushing, pushing, um, but Watford get another goal from Jan Matt, the right back who used to play for Newcastle, if I'm not mistaken. So he comes in um, onto his left foot, um, does a what uh, plays a one-two in the in the box, and then uh, he gets onto his left foot again, and then just slots it home. It's fucking fantastic. It's a great goal. It's the best right back goal since Antonio Valencius came in and smashed it into the uh, top left hand corner of his left foot. Remind me a bit like Glenn Johnson but he played for Liverpool so no, no one really cares about that. But anyway um, and then another Watford player uh, who had come on as a substitute um, he, he then uh, he received a cr- he received a cross coming in from the like the left hand side of the pitch. He was in the like far right hand side of the box. Um, he controlled it. Came to his feet. Controlled it. No, also it wasn't a cross. One, it was just a pass. Um, he took a touch, or he didn't take a touch, but he sort of stammered. Which then Aspedaqueta, who was um, marking him, he didn't tackle him because he thought he was going to shoot. But he didn't shoot, which gave him a bit of space, and then he just smashed it. Like in the from the right hand side of the box into the left hand in like left hand middle of the net, so it like went past Courtois, sort of curled into the side netting. Um, it was a really good goal, but the, then that's you at that point um, it went to the camera went to Conte, and he was actually smiling. It was ridiculous. Um, he just couldn't believe what was going on. I think he apparently he was reacting to one of the Watford chants, which was probably saying we're going to win the league or something. But anyway, so but that was the game. Um, but Chelsea at the moment they're actually having a bit of a mare because it's it's very strange which what's happened with Antonio, Antonio Conte um, because so he wins the league. Um, Abramovich does not fund him any money, and. The, and then they essentially have quite a relatively poor campaign. I mean, it's not amazingly bad. If Man City hadn't, um, if they weren't win, you know, on this ridiculous streak, if they weren't so ahead, um, Chelsea would still be in the mix. But 
as it stands, I mean, then I think um, I, I think they're fourth at the moment, which really they want to be in. You know, here we go. Got up now, um, so they're fourth at the moment. They've got fifty points. Liverpool are fifty one in third. United are fifty six in second. And Chelsea are sixty nine. Uh, have sixty nine points in first. That's all playing twenty six games. And Tottenham are behind Chelsea in fifth on forty nine. And Arsenal are behind Tottenham in sixth on forty five. So. Bloody tie actually going to the top four. Um, United have a nice little cushion there, but yeah. So they he uh, in the summer, obviously Conte didn't get um, he didn't get his funding he wanted. Thought they were going to get Lukaku, didn't get Lukaku. End up with Morata. He's really he's been quite a disappointment um, compared to. I mean, people say Lukaku's having a bad season. Yes, he's not scoring as many goals as he was in the first twelve games. Um, it's actually is. I mean, he had a bad November. Um, and but December played quite well with the team linking up. I know we had that really bad spell around Christmas, um, but none of the team playing well then. Um, but coming to January, he's actually scoring a few goals. Um, but yeah, so Conte, he doesn't get he doesn't get any funding. Um, he doesn't get any money. No capital is being put into that team. Essentially, um, he doesn't bolster the midfield. What he does with this player um, Baki. What's his name? Bakashayo? Bakayeo? Oh, I can't remember his name. Um, but yeah, let's call him Bakashayo. Um, uh, Bakayoko, that's the one. So he's was player Bakayoko from, Mon uh, from Monaco. Um, and let's be honest, they they had a really good season last season, season but they're just a selling club, aren't they? They, you know, they won the league, they won the French league. Um, but then, you know, they've sold all their good players, so they're not going to be great anyway. And also, the French league is just a bit of a worse league, really, isn't it? I mean, Depay's having a great time down in Marseille, and he's shite for United. But, so he signs this one midfielder, and that's about it. And that's all the signs I can think of at the top of my head. Um, and so, how can you expect a club that wasn't in any European competition, because they ended up sixth or something, didn't they? Um, Two seasons ago, uh, they won the league because they really they only had a couple of com English competitions to think about, so they could maintain the same squad. Um, they could they're only playing once a week, but when you're playing twice, three times a week, sometimes how do you think? Really, I don't understand Abramovich is thinking. How can you actually think you can keep them maintain the same squad? Every team who wins the league, every team who doesn't win the league, they always buy in summer. You always have players who need upgrading, or who who want you know who who are going to sell on, who need replacing. Um, you're always going to have weak spots in the team. You're never going to have that perfect team, and Abramovich just doesn't see it that way with Chelsea. I mean, I re I feel really bad for Conte because he's saying he's not going. So he so what Antonio Conte is saying is that the club will have to make a big decision if they want to keep me or if they want to get rid of me. I'm happy to stay. Now, everyone knows that Italy want him to go back for the Italian coaching job, right? Um, so he was their coach uh, during the excuse me uh, during the Euros, and he did really well. Um, but um, does he? You know, that would probably appeal to him because he's come to he um, he's come from that that job. Or oh, do wait? Hold on, am I wrong? Or did he come from? Or did he come from? Um, did he come from Valencia? No, I'm pretty sure he came. 
Yeah, he came from Italy. Of course he did. I'm right. Good. Checking my facts. So yeah, he came from the Italian job. Um, did really well there. Um, and then obviously they've sacked their they they've sacked uh, um, they sacked their head coach recently because they're not going to World Cup, are they? Um, but yeah, and everyone everyone knows that they want him back. Um, what he's saying essentially is that I'm not going to leave. If he probably in his mind he he probably take that Italian job again because it's a nice little job. He's very respected in Italy, you know, his home country, that sort of thing. But yeah, what he's saying is essentially I'm not going to leave. You're going to have to pay me off, which is a very smart thing to do, really. So. You know, he's probably on, I don't actually know, he's probably on about five, six million a year, probably about six, seven actually, six, seven million a year. Um, he won't get that playing, uh, coaching Italy because it's a national team. Um, and generally, they don't have the money in Italy either um, to, to pay their coaches that much. But Chelsea, you know, he, if he doesn't like it over here, why? but why would he, why would he leave and not get, you know, essentially what is, what, we would call redundancy pay because he's got a signed contract for a couple more years. They have to get rid of them. But if you if you um, look at Chelsea's manager managerial history, they always do it. I mean, look at Abramovich. I mean, before the game, Conte was saying, "I want to avoid a, a, a not Abramovich, a Mourinho. Sorry, I want to avoid a Mourinho-esque season." Well, <laughs> sunshine, that's not happening now, isn't it? So, as everyone knows, Mourinho had two seasons at Chelsea, then it went tits up again um, in 2016. It, you know, it, or, it's actually 2015, in December 2015 left, didn't he? But yeah, Chelsea just seems a very poisoned chalice because it seems that um, Abramovich will fund a lot of money to win back that title but it's up to that manager then to reuse those players to then retain it. Because I'm pretty sure Mourinho is the only one who's retained it since they won it in 2004. So Mourinho won it in, he came in 2004, they won it, no sorry, won it in 2005, beg your pardon. So obviously you have the invincible season from 03 to 04, Mourinho 04 to 05, then he won it again in 05 06, then in 06 time 07, he left. Scolari came in, didn't he? He didn't survive for that long. Then it was like the Avram Grant era, um, Gus Hiddink. Matteo then came, came after that or something. Then Mourinho again, um, something along those lines. And they won it again in that time. Um, I think Gus Hiddink won it with him, didn't he? Uh, I think he won the FA Cup as well. Anyway, I need something to fact check, fact check, fact check for me. Um, if anyone wants to do it for free, I'd be happy. But anyway, but yeah, right. They've always, you know, Brantford has always been an owner who will fund to win it, but never to retain, which is very strange. But um, whether this calls for the end of Antonio Conte, I know he's a very popular manager. He's very passionate, which I think, um, which I think the Chelsea supporters liked. Uh, but then again, he's only won two games out of ten in January. On 2018, that's not a good statistic to have, really. Um, so whether the fans start turning on him, which I highly doubt, to be honest, because the one question is, who do they get to replace him? You can't 
you know, I know United have done it in the last, since Ferguson left, so like the last five years, cycled through a couple of managers, but Chelsea have been cycling through managers for 15 years, that's coming up two decades, or you know, a decade and a half. That's a, you know, that's a long time not to hold a manager for more than two years or something. It's absolutely insane. Um, but it's just the modern day club, I suppose. It's just the modern day football, isn't it? That it's they want supporters, they want success early. Man, uh, owners, they want success early. Um, if you don't get success, if what you're expected, you don't get time. Now it's strange. It's very strange. It's I suppose it's just the whole world we live in. Everyone, you know, expects. Um, immediate success they expect it to be at the touch of their fingertips everyone's very impatient now um, but yeah whether Antonio Conte actually leaves I think he'll stay for February depends how February goes he could be out by Easter that's my prediction um, if he do, if he's not out by Easter he's staying through he's staying uh, until summer Um whether he stays until summer depends on the city job, depends if they have to get someone in. Um, it also depends on whether he gets promised funding. Because I, I I honestly think a big part of it was the Lukaku situation. Because they, they, they were guaranteed... I I can guarantee that Conte 100% believed that he was getting Lukaku. That was a huge steal for Manchester United. And by God, I'm happy we didn't get Morata. I think Morata's a good player. I think he's probably more of a Manchester United player than Lukaku is in this, in what we've looked for. But previously, um, if you look at history, he's you know he's a bit of a silky player, but he's played more minutes already this season than he ever has in a season you know, previously because he's been an impact sub, hasn't he? Or not an impact sub, but he's been a sub essentially, um, and he's in a harder league. Can his body take it? Is he a sunshine player? You know. Anyway. That will probably conclude uh, this podcast, to be honest. Um, I'm going to keep up, probably talk, keep talking about football. Um, mainly because I, you know, it's a passion of mine. It's good fun to talk about. I know there's probably a bit of an audience out there for it. Um, talk about like game results, talk about what's going on. Um, I'm going to delve into the Alexis Sanchez stuff um, and like, the money in football. Uh, that'll, that'll be up in an up-and-coming podcast. Um, and like I said, uh, I'm going to talk about the suffragette stuff. And also, there's a lot of the gender pay gaps coming over to the UK. I'll give my thoughts on it and where I stand. Um, and generally, I'll, uh, we've heard me talk about on generic discussion. But it'll be the right versus left wing stuff. But in net neutrality as well, that's interesting. Because um, I've sort of changed my stance on net neutrality. Um, I've looked into it a bit more and it um, seems like a bad decision to end it in America. That's quite interesting. I'll also be keeping up with the um, Brexit negotiations because um, I know Theresa May is going back in back into the war. She's going back to the Somme. Oh, better, not, better not mention that. But yeah, she's going back uh, to negotiate. Um, and there's a massive, you know, there's still the... Um, Northern Irish, Southern Irish border, or the, which is still a massive uh, debate going on, um, and a huge issue. But anyway, I'm going to finish the podcast there. Like, share, subscribe, tell your friends, leave comments um, on what you want. Tell me if you actually like this sort of thing, just um, quicker, um, shorter podcast, just to you know, fill your head with information. 
Oh, one thing I will say, I'm going to start doing a history podcast as well. Or I just talk about historical things, because that's obviously my um, my subject, and you know, one, what, what I enjoy as well. Because um, I think history is a subject people don't know enough about until they reach later age, and then they sort of regret not getting to it when they're younger. So, yeah, hopefully it's a chance to learn something, just to um, knock a few ideas about, because conversation is the best thing we can do, really. But yeah, like, share, subscribe, comment below. Find me, Mr. Fotheringham, on Twitter, Chris Fovs on Instagram. This podcast is sponsored by Beach Bodies and Benching, uh, the best Instagram page for you to get your motivational quotes and fitness posts, whatever, hashtag BBB. Generic, find us on Generic Discussion on Twitter, Generic Discuss, no, Generic Discussion on uh, on Instagram, Generic Discuss, Twitter, um, Generic Discussion on Facebook, yeah, get on it. Take care, my friends.